don't say anything rude now because I'm recording. Oh, you're not being recorded. Why not? Uh, now you are. I oh. just stopped it and started it again. And now the lines are not lining up and my OCD is like... Bums. Uneven waveforms. Good good start to the show. <laughs> How's my form with my waving? Uh, good. Again, good. audio medium. Been doing it since I was a young child. Waving? Yeah. It's one of the first things you learn to do when you think about it. And I have. Well... <laughs> I wonder These how early in the piece I learned waving. Probably. Like, yeah, it's something that you teach babies to do. You yeah. go, wave goodbye to Uncle Bozo. And they go, yeah. Pretend we give a shit until he's gone. Yeah. yeah. He'll be dead soon. Don't worry. Phew. Then it, no, no. I was going to go. <laughs> I was going to take it too far again. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Level 30. Still on a bit of a high, has to be said. We've had a very big day. Got my photo taken with Cliff Jumper. (laughs) I got my photo taken with Jubilee. Yes. Unfortunately, my Cliff Jumper was a 40-odd-year-old woman (laughs) and your Jubilee was a tall, hairy man in shorts. (laughs) It's true. He had some very short, short jean shorts on. He did. I was looking at that photo again before you uh, popped back round. Mm -hmm. uh, I might not sleep tonight. (laughs) So we did not just uh, both take acid and fall asleep. <laughs> we went to Supernova, the pop culture convention. It's super and Nova. It's on a novated lease. That's true. Well, you really it's saved me there. Probably not. Quite a zinger. Probably not. Like, yeah. I would think next time I want to take an electric guitar. Mm. So that when you get a photo with a manly jubilee, I can just come up in the background and be like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the X-Men theme song. I do know. Did I do it all right? You did it very all well. Right, look at that. <laughs> I'm a regular... Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm a regular, whatever that dude's name is on Police Academy who did all the sound effects. You are. And what's his name? Not Hightower. He's the he's the tall one. Yeah. Not Murphy. No. That's <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> I just watched that new Robocop. Oh, what'd you think of it? Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Did you get the little thing where they were showing the different designs that they could use and they actually flashed up the eighties design and they're like, nah. Yeah, that's it's ugly. Ass. Make you cut him down just to the lungs. It's very upsetting. <laughs> uh so look. I'm looking. Super again, audio medium. Yeah, it's true. So I've never have you I've never been. No, I've I've not been either, which is surprising and people would question our geek credentials. Yeah, they're going to come and shred our geek license. To which I would say get your own podcast, <laughs> you jerks. Yeah, but keep, you know, keep listening with value. Value you all. I don't. Uh, cuz Eileen and I tried to go to Comic-Con. There yes. was like an Australian Comic-Con a couple of years ago for its first time. You went uh, I believe that you went the year that I moved to Melbourne. Mm. Uh, and I was going to try and get to Melbourne soon enough to come with you, and then I drove like a million hours from Sydney and just went, no, nah, I'll just sit on the couch. That'll be rad. And I support your decision because it was a PHAT disaster party. Oh, why was it a disaster party? It was a pasta party. <laughs> it was a pasta party. Oh, Did you slip about, over on your fettuccinis? I was about to launch into quite a racist Italian accent there, Ooh. but I might just put that on a shelf labelled NUP. Because we went there on a Sunday and went, oh, let's let's have a go, let's have a little go, and we went down we live there in the city. Let's, on the let's tram. do a city person thing. We can achieve stuff. Yep, I like comics and cons. Do you? Well, 
Are you I a don't big know. Christopher Skase fan? Yeah. <laughs> He's quite a famous con. I do admire when people successfully con other people. Speaking of racist Italian accents, what about con the fruiterer? <laughs> He was a con. Skating past there. <laughs> so we went there to the old Melbourne Exhibition Centre and our day involved uh, lining up for three hours and then lining up for another two hours and then spending 20 minutes sandwiched between some sweaty peeps, let's So say. it's like going to the toilet at a music festival. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this whole convention was like a music festival lav. Uh, Patrick Stewart was there, which we were excited about <gasps> because he Captain engages Pike my heart. heart. Well, that's right. And we tried to get into the thing, couldn't see him. So we just went, you know what? We could be home whenever we want. And then we were. It was terrible. Uh, but this one today, which we went to sort of by accident because our friend gave us some sweet ticks. Friend of the show, Sian. Sian, you're great. Should we shout out their, uh, their store? I wonder if anyone in Adelaide listens to this. If you do live in Adelaide and you listen to this, go to Shin Tokyo and buy... Everything. All of the things. Friend of the show, Shin Tokyo. All of the things. I so show. many good Transformer things there. Indeed. And they had this, uh, was like a rabbit with a big ruby on its face. What was that from? What did we decide it was from? Dunno. If you've ever wanted a tiny plastic woman. Uh, <laughs> and, by a ti- and let's face it, who doesn't? Yeah. And by tiny, I mean, you know, diminutive. But I also mean underage. Uh, what? Pick it up. Buy it. I don't... Put it on a shelf. I don't recall that. Uh, Lots of anime stuff there. So many anime. Yeah. Anyway, we went there. It was really quite serene, I would say. It was pretty chilled and I I can't help but feel that that's maybe because it was a Sunday and that Saturday may have been a little bit more hectic. Yes, people did say that they were pressing more flesh on the sat. It helped. uh, (laughs) It probably helped that we had exhibitor passes and we just came in the back gate. We did. No lines. No, nothing. Just cruised in. Went, hey, we own this place. Snuck in like an Assassin's Creed, tumbling into hay. Mm. I think I understand that reference. You know who else probably was having a pretty cruisy, easygoing day? (laughs) Dolph. (laughs) Dolph, do you say it Lundgren or Lundgren? Go with your heart. I'm going to say them both. Let's just call him Prince Adam. Prince Adam was there at Mm -hmm. the celebrity signing thing. No one was having a bar of that. No one wanted his no autograph. No one was like, oh, there's the uh, the Prince of Power. Nah, not interested. Oh, you look like a bit of a universal soldier. <laughs> but we're going to make you feel a little bit expendable. Oh, Boom. How Take long have that, you been working Dolph? on that? <laughs> oh, just, this, is, this is ad hoc. This is on the fly. That was impressive. This is, oh, I've got more range and material than Dolph does. <laughs> so we, You've got nothing. Because we stalked around the big shed thing where all the celebrities, like you go and you I buy. I call it the celebrity barn. <laughs> <laughs> They've just backed them in like cows, put them in a bit of a cage, mm-hmm. put a feed bag of steroids around Dolph's neck. <laughs> Tied a pen to their hooves. <laughs> yep, that's it. And gone, right, sign the photos for the punters. Yeah. I think you and I are both of the persuasion where we're like, theoretically, it might be cool but not a fan of lines or $50 photos. No. Uh, but <laughs> so if like that's two two strikes. If the photos had been cheaper, I would have been all over Dolph. Yeah. But I was not paying 50 bucks for a photo of Dolph. Well, and it's it, not worth it. And I felt really He's bad because there was no one. Like I've st- I've now can say that I've s- like stood across 
from a like a deserted line looking in Dolph Lundgren in the <laughs> eyes and him going, you know, looking at me pleadingly like, do you want to have a chat? And, the, I, and I left to go and have a hot jam donut. The, uh, the green slash white Power Ranger, yep. the, uh, the Dragon Zord slash white Tiger Zord <laughs> Power Ranger had more people keen to see him than Ra- Dolph. Around the block. It was, it was rough. Even that Bob Morley or whatever his name was guy yeah, who I if thought – you know who he is. <laughs> I thought was a Jamaican singer. I feel was it, not. He was just must be in some of the, some franchise that we're very, too old to understand. Probably. There was a big line for the Australian actress, whose name I forget, who just played the uh, princess from Frozen in Once Upon a Time. Uh, and I knew as uh, Olivia's daughter in the final season of Fringe. Oh, yes. She was very exciting. Was she? Yeah. I didn't see her. I was just too busy gazing into the dead eyes of <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> And the other thing we know, so there was Charisma Carpenter and James Masters there from Buffy. Who Buffy we, the Vampire Slayer. Who we did Should not sing see. sing the theme from that? Yep. I can't remember how it goes. Buffy. That's pretty good. That was the whole thing. Doom. Wow. Buffy. Yeah. All right. Cool. No, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Charisma Carpenter is also an angel. Yes. Wah, 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 It's like listening to Spotify. Good grief. Wait, that's not how Spotify works. It's not a, it's not a fucking jukebox. Shotify. Oh, I feel really bad about myself. So, uh, Spike and Cordelia were there. Yes. We did not see them, but no, we saw... because they were doing a, uh, a, a talk on the stage after we'd seen Other Mate and... Uh, That's right. Good foreshadowing. Well, I didn't want to say his name because yeah. I want to I build up to it. Could have been anyone. So they were doing the talk thing while we were staring at Dolph and yeah. Co. But as we were walking... Not a Dolphin. No. Dolph and Co. Maybe people confused him with Dorf. Do you remember Dorf? I do. <laughs> Dorf on golf? It was just some weird guy who popped up in a series of comedic videos where the whole shtick was just that he went around doing different stuff pretending to be a dwarf. Horrendously offensive, I imagine, no doubt, these days. if you were a little person. Because he was just some mustachioed goon with like, <laughs> le- with like shoes taped to his knees who'd comically fall down. Yeah. My awkward. dad had a copy of Dwarf on Golf that I used to watch <laughs> uproariously. <laughs> Uh, so maybe people if we like, can dig that up Post a link to the torrent file <laughs> <laughs> Yeah If you uh, if you enjoyed the Dallas Buyers Club You'll oh, love, you love Dorf no. on Golf I've solved the Dallas Buyers Club problem by the way Oh really? Yeah uh, So they're going to try and sue everyone for damages in Australia Who downloaded uh, Illegally downloaded yep. Dallas Buyers Club You can rent it on uh, iTunes for $4.99, right? Mm -hmm. So I reckon that everybody who illegally downloaded it... Give them five bucks. They they give five bucks to our good friends at Apple. Yeah. Friend of the show. Mm -hmm. And and then when the the Hollywood hate parade comes knocking, fucking give us the dough for our movies. Damage is going, no, I already paid five bucks. You are SOL. Shit out of luck, my son. If you'd like to do that, go and pay your $5 to the nice people at Shin Tokyo in <laughs> Adelaide. That's a good idea. I should do that. It is. Uh, so what we, t- we were talking about... how Dallas Buyers Club would have worked if Dolph was the main character. <laughs> instead Dorf. of McConaughey. Yeah. I want to see Dorf and Dolph. It's a reality Together. TV show for the summer. And Flipper the Dolphin. Dorf, Dolphin, Dolphin. <laughs> 
I think we've milked that it's premise. A show, right? Carrying on. Uh, so you were saying Cordelia well, just, and uh, and Spike were there. Yeah, and we just noticed that, like, so the premise is that you you line up, you buy, you get to line up twice. Yeah, yeah. You line up to There's buy no a photo. shortage. You get an eight, eight by ten glossy print of the actor of your choice. How quaint! And then you line up again and be like, "Please put the old John Hancock on this, you bastard." That's it. And then you secretly put a credit application form <laughs> underneath with some carbon paper. Yes. And then you buy a house in James Masters's name. I wonder why we got ejected. <laughs> Uh, and we just noticed that particularly Charisma Carpenter, a lot of the, the the pictures you could buy were just her in her underpants. Well, yes. She was uh, quite topless in one of them with a bit of side boob on display. Yeah. And I thought that would be a little bit awkward to just be like, hi, random celebrity that I've never met but I watched your show about 12 years ago. Can you sign a picture of your own boob, please? <laughs> It's just a bit weird. I don't know how you maintain eye contact while sliding a naked picture of the person towards them and asking well, them to interact I, I with it. I think you're just looking at the cleave <laughs> the whole time. You're like, yep, in the photo, in the flesh, in yeah. the photo, in the flesh. Can we get some photo, please? I'll do some sweet hover hand as well. <laughs> it's just I, – I, I imagine that she's probably approved those are the photos that's cool You would sign, think so. But I, don't, I don't know. It just seems a bit strange. Yeah. I love the female form and all, but – I don't know if I want someone taken to a Sharpie of a picture of their own <laughs> nip. Well, I suppose if you got that one of uh, Dolph as the old Prince of Power, he'd, well, he be, both he'd be nips side out. He, There was no side boob there. That was full frontal boob. <laughs> That's right. He was all out because he only had the little shield in the middle of the chest. It was nice. It was nip central. That's right. By the power of nips gold. <laughs> oh, Dolph. So, moving on. So, Dolph's part of the hashtag free the nip movement. He sure is. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, but we watched uh, George Takai yeah. have a good old chin wag or, or on the Takei, stage. if you pronounce it properly. Oh, whatever. Either or. Whatever works for him. Right. Oh, the one that he uses, I suppose. You make a good point. He was pretty cool. Old mate Star Trek. Old Sulu. Old buddy, old pal. <laughs> old the one. super poster on the internet. Indeed. Got more of a social media presence than us. Whoops. He's a, he's a charismatic <laughs> man. He is very charismatic. I was a little bit depressed at the beginning, though, because he did come out and just talk about how pretty much everybody from the original Star Trek has died. Yes. And went, yeah, remember when I used to hang out with Jimmy Doohan? Not anymore. He's dead as. Also, mm. Leonard Nimoy. Nice guy. Totes dead. Yeah. And then he just sort of worked his way through the cast. And he, oh, I got a bit sad. They're all dead and all old. Didn't plug the, the mates next door. Old, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Chekhov and uh, Tenant Uhura. Yeah, didn't, didn't be all like, oh, Nichelle Nichols and uh, what's his name? Uh, Walter uh, Koenig. 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 They're alive and next door signing autographs, 50 bucks. Yep. No nips in those shots. Didn't plug them. Was just like <laughs> all eyes own. on me. Exactly. Um, oh my! Mm, that was a that was a pretty good impression. Why? Thanks. I do it a lot at home. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh, but yeah, given that it was something that honestly we just stumbled upon by accident, hmm. uh, it was quite entertaining. It was a fun afternoon. Yeah. What did you think about George Descartes? Someone asked him what it was like to work with Bill Shatner, and he sort of vaguely said at the beginning. I'm going to try and stay uh, as polite as possible, but then shit can the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Said he had an ego the size of a planet that he used to crush all other actors. Stop just short of calling Bill Shatner the most egotistical ass face he's ever had to deal with. Yeah. And hinted that everybody else on set felt the same about him. 
Yes. It's disappointing, but look, it's not the first time that I've heard that Shatner's a massive self-absorbed prick. <laughs> I wasn't sure how the plosive P was going to come out then because I'd sort of held it and the pressure built up in yeah. my mouth and I thought, uh-oh, this uh-huh. is going to pop in the microphone. Shatner's a... And that was yeah. how the world ended that day. Ah, oh, Shatner. What did you think of his thesis about the J.J. Abrams Star Trek films in that they're fantastic space operas but they're missing that sort of humanist metaphorical approach politically to, to relevant political element. issues that made Star Trek yeah, it's a not man the f- apart? It's not the first time I've heard that criticism of the Jabrams. Um, <laughs> Is that what we're calling That's what I'm calling him. Jabrams. You call him whatever you want. Yeah. true. They are they are very fast paced action type space opera movies than you Star swam, Trek swam, movies, swam. and they don't have that um, no. I guess political grounding that that original Star Trek had. That being said, I was never a huge fan of political. Uh, no, that's not true. I was never <laughs> a huge fan of original Star Trek. Yeah. <gasps> Somebody take his geek badge away. Oh, uh, yeah. I never really watched it that much, so it, uh, it's a little bit lost on me anyway. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? I've never really watched a lot of original Star Trek. Like I, I have a lifelong obsession with Next Generation, which went on to uh, – like when I was in high school, Voyager was playing and uh, I loved that dearly. Uh, and I went back and found Deep Space Nine, which is pretty, pretty five-star boss. Is it? Yes. Never liked it. Uh, I respect your decision. Uh, <laughs> but I like I really like Star Trek. I, I probably do identify with that in terms of the new movies. Like I really love them. Like I walked out of that first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie just cl- Abrams as it may be clapping like a baby who just discovered oxygen. Being <laughs> so pretty fun. I don't think babies clap when they come out of the womb. Well, not straight up. I meant when a baby goes to university and they're taught how oxygen works not when they first take their breath they teach you that at, at high school though do they have to go to university to learn that how would they get into university they if do they hadn't the st- done basic sort of science stuff in school uh well because i'm talking about obviously that small niche thing where babies the the babies that are fast tracked directly to university <laughs> while still a baby right <laughs> most people obviously go to kindergarten after babyhood and then progress to university at about, you know, a much older time. Right. Babies are actually much better at university because, as you know, the biggest distraction of university is that it comes at a time in your life where you're sort of opening up sort of socially and emotionally and sexually and stuff. You leave the nest and you're sort of exploring your freedom. And that can be quite distracting when you should be focusing on your studies. As a baby, you can barely walk. So you just get plopped down in the classroom, lecture theatre, in the, in the morning and you, uh, after nap time, obviously, and then... After uh, you've had some milk. Yeah, and after the lecture and your exams, done by a series of blocks, yep. uh, you go home. And you, you sleep a lot. Get your nappy changed. That's right. Happy days. Got a degree at the end of it. It's true. Before, you can even, before you've even progressed to solid food. Yeah. This is a great idea. Of course. This is the future of education. Well, these people go on to run the shadow economy of the Illuminati, which is why we haven't heard of them. But they've really got their fingers on the toggles of the universe. Okay. Mm, babyversity, they call it. <laughs> so I was excited. I would come up with a more creative name. But anyway, <laughs> you're as excited as a babyversity graduate. That's right. Mm-hmm. Holding your diploma over your head. Or a babyversity freshman. I'm assuming you learn about oxygen fairly early on. They're still pretty fresh. I mean, okay. they were just bored. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get much fresher than that. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Um, 
What was I talking about? Oh, fucking oh, who I, even knows? I, I think that first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie is like a, a near-perfect example of like a summer blockbuster film. Yes. I would love to see like a Star Trek TV franchise again that does that sort of playing with uh, There's a bunch of fan-made ones stuff. that do that. Yeah. Sort of carry the torch, as it were. Indeed. Not the human torch, because he's a guy that's on fire. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to pick... Ow! Not a Ow. mag, mag light. Ow. Do they have mag lights in space? Uh, Who even knows? They it's probably, probably some do. sort of futuristic Star Trek torch <laughs> <laughs> made out of a tricorder. Um, that's true. Wah, 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 wah. Imagine if the human torch was just a big fat torch <laughs> with arms and legs on. Be awkward. Wouldn't it's be like, very good for crime fighting. Yep. Stop now, Dr. Doom. Click. There he is. No, no, the battery's <laughs> flat. He's useless. You're staying home, Johnny. Yeah. Johnny, hit him with your butt. Good afternoon, I have to say. Good <laughs> afternoon of uh, just uh, doing the old supernovas. It was, uh, I recommend it. Some great cosplay around. I'm, I'm always a big fan of people who just go all in on the cosplay. I love cosplay. And you've got, you've got two camps of people here. You've got the people that go super hardcore, authentic, that have bought stuff and handmade stuff and shaved plastic which they've painted and all of that sort of thing. And then you've got the people that have just gone, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Captain America does wear tracky dacks. <laughs> so they've just does. pulled on some blue tracksuit pants and a blue hoodie and painted a star on their forehead and gone, I'm Captain America, bitch. <laughs> and, and I like those people probably even more so because they're, they're really into it, but for whatever reason, they haven't got the time or the resources to build the perfect replica of, you know. They've just got a dream. Yeah, they're just they're, – they're, they're into it and they've, they've rocked up. And I, I don't know if your Jubilee guy was intentionally <laughs> like that or if it was just like, oh, look, fuck. So I want to go to Supernova. I haven't got an outfit planned. Hang on a minute. I've got some denim shorts. <laughs> My sister's left a pink top on the floor of the bedroom. I'll be Jubilee. <laughs> well, there was – because we turned the corner. I thought they were all part of the same team. Like, we turned the corner and there was a pretty amazing storm. Yes. Sort of an early 90s era um, Aurora costume. And she was with a woman that was dressed as Gambit. She Gambit. She Gambit. And it was excellent. Mm. And we saw them and I was like, that's very impressive. And then standing behind him talking to someone was, yeah, a dude dressed as uh, a highly sexualized Jubilee. Do you remember what his uh, – because he gave us his Twitter handle, didn't he? Uh, Do you yes. remember what it was? We'll, he we'll, did. We'll post him afterwards. We don't have to. I'll repost uh, the picture onto the level 30s. Shazam. Actually, we've already retweeted it on Twitter and by we, I mean me. Yeah. Uh, us as a team. Mm, yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, whoever he is, he's my hero because not only uh, did he dress as sexy Jubilee and pull an incredible pose. <laughs> he was ready is, for the pose. Which is how I knew that he was not with the other ladies because as soon as he started posing, they were like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but after I posted it and tagged him in it, he responded just saying, babin. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he's critiqued himself. And giving himself a good a good thumbs up. Yeah, well, wh- and why wouldn't you? He was an attract. He was a good looking piece. He was. Yeah, he was. but yeah, it was mostly like a big hall of full of things to buy. If it you wanted was. a plastic sword while dressed as Daredevil and playing a board game that's also a video game drawn by comic books, uh, <laughs> you, you were in the right place. There's some phenomenal art floating around as well. It's pretty good. It was uh, it was a bit of sensory overload when we first sort of got in there. And <laughs> 
everything was just happening and there was Sailor Moon and bloody that big white thing. And uh, actually you missed the uh, – we'd sort of split paths. I think it was when we were looking for the board game. Mm-hmm. And there was the big white uh, robot thing out of Hero 6 or whatever it's oh, called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got its photo taken with uh, – I think it was Jason Vuries from <laughs> Friday the 13th. It was a very odd pairing. Who I, I think that's who it was. Uh, Outstanding. Very odd pairing. Very odd pairing. <laughs> I know we saw it. We walked past Michael Myers. Uh, no, that's who it was. It was Mike Myers. It wasn't Jason Verus. Uh, my bad. I know I walked past him slowly handing a machete to a werewolf. And it just happened. I was like, I feel weird, but also really pumped that this is happening. Mm. It was good. It's, uh, it's nice to be in a room with that many people and not be the geekiest person <laughs> on the scene. <laughs> yeah. It's a strange feeling. Uh, it's good to have that strata city. Like you walk past, I walk past a guy saying like, uh, where's the Sailor Moons? And I was like, oh, it's good to be in the pecking order. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. It's like when you're a D&D nerd and you're like, oh, those LARPers are pretty nerdy. You, know, you, need, you need to establish somewhere for your self-esteem. There was a bit of D&D gear there, wasn't there? There was. Did you uh, <laughs> I looked get, a, at it. get a bit firm over that? <laughs> I touched it. I touched it with my hands. There were lots of uh, lots of Harley Quinns floating around as well. Mm, it's like, a popular cosplay lots, character. It is. Uh, lots I of Jokers. Going to get more and more popular now that the uh, the Suicide Squad movie's coming out mm. soon with Harley Quinn and uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. It's a thing that I look at. It's strange because I keep Aussie looking move. at it, going, "This DC movie is exciting. Mm. It's weird." Don't know about taking on the Joker. Don't know if I'd want to be the guy stepping up to do that after Ledger. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a big call. I mean, it's going to happen eventually, uh, but yeah, the next one is going to be highly scrutinised because you can't really copy that Joker. No, without people going, you're copying Heath Ledger. You're a but if shallow you, imitation. But if you depart from it, you'll get Lido. people going. You know, oh, oh, you you know, it's already been perfected. Leave it alone. But I mean, he had the same thing after Jack Nicholson. Every Batman gets it. Yeah. Lido will give it a solid crack. Yeah. I reckon. Maybe he'll just hide in the uh, the abuse that Batfleck gets for That's right. Dawn of Justice. He can hide behind uh, Killer Croc, who's Mr. Echo from Lost, which is very exciting because Lost, wow. Who told you that? You did on the internet. Yeah, I remembered. Boom. A rare case where you didn't tell me something and I just assumed I'd learned it. <laughs> uh, it does look good. It's a good ensemble. Do you know much about it other than... Those three people being in it, uh, I f- I want to say that it's the franchise of like it's um it's like a big team of supervillains. Yeah, that they're, they're on the government books to do yeah. the government jobs, and then oh no, nah, it wasn't us because they're all the bad guys. If if they screw it up and get busted, it's a really save good save a bit of face, Obama. Yeah, and they all just get you know they get sent on these suicide missions, and they basically. You know, stuff that's too dangerous for anyone in their right mind to do. They go, we'll send these supervillains. If they pull it off, we'll cut their sentence by a year and then they're only doing 10 life sentences. Uh, and if they die, lol, no harm, no foul. They're kind of expendable, you might say. Indeed. Much like Supernova No-Star. <laughs> Dorf on golf. <laughs> Uh, it's a great premise, and if it's written snappily, it'd be really fun. Snappy. That's what you want. A bit of snappy writing. Of course. Who doesn't? Is it in the, the DC... Is, is DC doing like a shared universe they are. They are doing a shared universe, but I don't think this is part of it. Weird. It's uh, very complicated. So, the, the Man of Steel kickstarts, the, and you know, 
I think our thoughts on that film are well documented by now. Loved it. That uh, that starts the shared universe. Yeah. And then the new one, Dawn of Justice, is going to sort of kickstart the Justice League thing because you've got Wonder Woman and Flash and – I wanted to say Merman. Yep. <laughs> but that's not his name. Aquaman. Aquaman. Ooh. Yeah, they're all going to get their own films and stuff like that. Okay. Interesting. Uh, like Reverse sort of, Avengers. Yeah, kind of. They're going to start with an ensemble and then flesh it out. I like it. Like Plastic Man expanding over a villain, like an orb. A, a giant orb of movies. Probably. I like it. Uh, at the moment, I'm, I'm pretty much all of my excitement chips are in a big bucket that says Avengers is on in about a fortnight. It's not long, bro. It's not long. Oh, take that, Ultron. Wednesday night. Be stomping out of work. Make sure you're not on call. Is it this coming Wednesday? Uh, or I the next one? I think it's the one after. Oh. I think it's the Wednesday before I go to Sydney. Very exciting. Yep. We'll just go. Just watch that shit. Going to watch it with my eye, my holes. Yep. Have you had a look at Daredevil? Uh, not yet. I... Lay down, lay down, lie down. I always get laid I'm and gonna lied and lay. lay you down to watch Daredevil. That's a song. All oh, right, carry on, Stefan Bon Jovi. So you laid down. You were wearing a sarong. I was not a wearing of a sweat sarong. on your on your forehead. No, none, away. none of this is true. All right. Uh, I lay down to watch it, and then went. Mm, it's kind of late, and I don't want to get into this thing where I watch the first one, and it's amazing. Yeah. And then I have to watch the next thirteen <laughs> and never go to sleep. So I just watched an episode of uh, that Kimmy Schmidt show instead. It's good with the uh, between that and BoJack Horseman. The only thing I've got space for in my head is TV songs. Both of them, their theme songs are like crack. It's very upsetting. Mm. Uh, Daredevil, not so much because it's more just like... Mm. Uh, I just want to say... Have you been watching it? I've seen the f- I watched the first episode yesterday. Oh, we'll talk about it because I know how much you like talking. Enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. Good. It was really fun. I just for I'm the folks that haven't got Netflix, yeah, oh, poor bit, bastards, bit torrent that shit. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Watch out, IINet will turn your name in. Well, <laughs> it's a weird time for piracy. It's not, their, it's not their fault. Poor IINet. It's not their They're fault. They're the victims here. Uh, don't break the law, people. We don't. It's a thing. We totally do. <laughs> well, I wanted to say how exciting it is that this Daredevil show. Just appears on Netflix like it does in America on the same day. Yes, like and all episodes at once. Not yeah. this. I oh, will make you uh, come in every Thursday night at seven pm and watch <laughs> it. You want thirteen episodes of Daredevil to cram right in your Marvel superhero loving face? <laughs> there it is. It's true. Just binge that shit, fool. Chakalaka bakalaka. And it's the I just it's infuriating. Like they're talk, talking all this crap about how to stop piracy and do all these things and why are Australians so bad at stealing stuff it's because this is still an amazing novelty that a show comes out and we're allowed to watch it and Hooray! I can, like, watching the show it's odd how excited I am to be able to say oh I can pay money to watch Daredevil on time like that should not be exciting <laughs> that, I, that I can pay money for television but I'm really into it because it just works really well and I don't have to steal it and I don't have to go on the internet and find it and everything that's how you stop piracy. Just it make is. good stuff and charge us for it. What? Here's what I'm going to do. What? I'm going to link a bunch of level 30 episodes together mm-hmm. so that the <laughs> file size... <laughs> is 42 minutes. ...is the same size as an episode of Daredevil would be. And then I'm just going to start 
seeding a torrent yep. called All the Daredevil. <laughs> and it's just level 30 all the time. Mm. We call it stealth gorilla bit torrenting <laughs> marketing. I feel like that could backfire quite badly. Why? Because people will link us emotionally with enormous frustration at not being able to watch Daredevil. Well, I link us with enormous frustration, <laughs> full stop. You make sense. It's worked for us so far. It's well, a good show, though. All right. Episode well, one, strong good. start. That's good. We're talking about level 30 still or Daredevil? Uh, Back to yeah. Daredevil. So level 30 is this podcast. It's a, It's, got it's two actually th- this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, as... Regular listeners would know it's about a blind lawyer. I don't think there's any regular listeners left. It's a <laughs> vigilante by night. Well, you've got vision issues, so you could be... That's true. ...Matt Murdoch. Steph Murdoch. I you have no hair, so I could be the kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we've been, I was going to say you'd do a sweet Foggy Nelson. Well, I don't even know what a Foggy Nelson is. <laughs> It sounds like a cocktail. Yeah. And that's called that because you wake up with this headache where you're sort of in this fog and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know what I did last night. And now I'm blind. (laughs) It's a Daredevil-themed cocktail. I'm in a fog. I'm in a fog. And then someone's got your hands up behind your back like that. And that's that's Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. Foggy Nelson. The second best cocktail next to a level 30, (laughs) which, as a reminder, is just vodka and tang. Uh, Delicious. The Foggy Nelson or the, the Level 30? The whole kitten caboodle. That's it. We should open a bar. It's, uh, yeah. We'll call it... Uh, dum, 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 I don't know. I was dum, trying to make a dum, joke about dum, the dum, staff dum, thing dum. that Daredevil uses. But we could call it the Billy Club. Why? Because it's a Billy Club. That's what his thing is. Oh. I didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm not au fait. We could call it the Hooky Stick. Yeah, that works. Yep. We could call it the t- the tap pole. Yeah, no, no, no that, that doesn't work. Tap pole could work if Does behind that? the bar there were huge poles with the beer taps on them. Yeah, I suppose. I what was would thinking you like? more what of have tap we got dancing. On the tap pole? Yeah, well, we could have a tap dancing bar. We could. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying nothing. to help you. I, I've got nothing. We, we could, could call it Get Blind. <laughs> oh, we could call it Shot in the Dark. And the gimmick is there's no lights, but and we only do and shots. And we only do shots of Foggy Nelsons. <laughs> yeah. I like it. All level 30s. Keep your eyes open, folks. <laughs> yeah. Although you probably won't be able to see it because it'll be so dark. But mm-hmm. this is a new venture coming out of level 30 enterprises. <laughs> Which, in all reality, will just be you and I. Paying rent on a room <laughs> for six months. No one comes in and then we go <laughs> <laughs> Drunk on shots <laughs> to the point where we're both blind. Yeah. Well, it was pros and cons. We had a good time and we're very poor. Hooray. The cunning punters. And I think... 